Writing Quest! Welcome to Writing Quest. My name is Brendan. My name is Aiden. And we are two brothers writing a book together. Step by step. Idea by idea. And on this show today, we are... I've been doing some writing. Aiden's been in a funk. I've been doing some motivational support. Yes. So today we're going to talk about chapters five and six. Writing Quest! Huzzah! Huzzah! So today on Writing Quest... Today on Writing Quest, uh, we finished chapters five and six, and we are going to talk about that. So, what do you have to say for yourself, Aiden? Oh, wait. I wrote it. My wife is pregnant? No excuses. There are no excuses on Writing Quest. I work a full-time job? No excuses on Writing Quest. I commute. No excuses <laughs> on writing quest. All right, so I'm going to do a little recap of chapter five. Basically, all that happened for you, Aiden, to know hmm. is so the whole thing with uh, Roe disappears, all that kind of stuff. Bet um, we're past that. Yep, yep, Whatever. yep. Basically, chapter five is Gain and Agorath having a conversation. Agorath is brooding away mm-hmm. on his throne in the town hall. I don't think I've read this. Find him. Yeah, you might have read some of it. They kind of have a conversation, grief moment, fight, kind of, like... Brotherly. They're being as brotherly as they are, but they still have their, like, butting heads kind of thing. So um, that kind of expands, and then ends in a fight. Gorath storms out. He goes and finds Lorian, Rose's mother, who is sitting at their home. I did... Read some of this. Read some of this. Lorian? Really? Sure. Not Loriana? Why Loriana? Because Lorian is a forest. Okay, okay. It's a forest in Lord of the Rings. Agreed. We'll change the name. That's not the point. She I goes like to Lorian. find we she goes to find Rose's mother. She finds her at the house with the rest of her kids and they're all just there mourning and whatever. So he goes to apologize, blah 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 blah. Yeah, emotions. Emotions, all that stuff. Right at the end of chapter five, the Wraith Walkers come back. Dun, dun, dun. So, is that what the Dark Beasts are officially called now? We're officially now? calling them Wraith Walkers for now. So they kind of look like bears. But they also kind of look like the Balrog. But they also are like Wraithy. undead creatures. So not alive. Never were alive. Not like they're like bones or anything. Like no, they were but just... they're like rotted. They're like sort of zombie-ish, but not... You know, they're like it's done. I was seeing more of a, uh, uh, like, uh, okay, a shadowy. I'm gonna break down the Wraith Walkers for you. Take a bear. Bear. Got a bear in your head. Yes. Okay. Shave it. (laughs) Now decay its flesh. Okay. Okay. You see some rib bones, its cheeks are sunken, it's kind Mm -hmm. of a mess. Add some flies. All right. And then you're going to wrap it in dark, misty stuff. Okay. And then you're going to have some jolty electricity shooting through it. Okay. And then it screeches like a ring wraith. That's it. That's what it looks like. Oh, so cute. <laughs> hey, good luck with right all the PNGs, by the way. Yeah. So right here at the end, um, so I'll just read the last little bit. He gave Florian, Floriana, whatever we call her, another look as he hoped to convey his own sadness and apology, then stood, looked around at the other children briefly before making his way over to the door. He grabbed his staff from its place against the wall and pulled the latch to the door, swinging it open. He turned to look at Rose's mother once more. 
I am truly sorry, he said, then turned to walk out the door. A high-pitched, electrified screech exploded through the silence. Then two more, all from different directions. Agorath ran outside, not even bothering to pull the door closed. More screeches began, and he could see dark clouds of shadow and energy pulsing at the edges of his sight. Lorian appeared beside him, her children trailing behind her. What is it? Her voice was shaking. Without looking at her, Agorath spoke the dreadful answer. Wraithwalkers. Brandon! They don't have an import to escape anymore! They're screwed! I know! Chapter 6. Do you address that in Chapter 6? Chapter 6. Take your kids and run, Lorian! Run! <laughs> Gorath took off towards the closest calamity, or took off toward the closest calamity toward the north side of the village. That's not a bad sentence. That is, dang. I like calamity, though. Where should we go? Lorian yelled after him. Gorath kept running, but yelled back, To the east! To the edge of the forest! That's all. And then all of this is just a ginormous battle scene. So not important. So they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight. Agorath uses some sweet, sweet magic. And then, the ending here. Um, oh, where should I start? Start, start? The beginning is a good place to start. Oh, well, that's true. Passing through the middle of town, he turned east toward the sound of more fighting. He would need to clear a path. A heavy trunk and clanking of armor bolstered his spirits. Gaian was already here. Moments later, he came upon a raging battle. Gaian had his hammer and was swinging it wildly, but with incredible skill and precision, striking blows one after the other on the Wraithwalker just as big as the one he'd just finished off. Artemis and Morthil were nowhere to be found, nowhere around. Hopefully still alive and fighting the other battles he could still hear around the village. A flash of light and a deafening explosion made him jump and cover his head. He looked at the sound of the town, to the south of the town, where a huge plume of smoke, fire, and debris filled his view, flying into the air. Huzzah. The village erupted in screams, and it wasn't long before for the villagers were heading toward him. He would clear the way. Gaian move! His brother's hammer landed hard across the Wraithwalker's face, but he took the order without question and jumped to the side. Agorath brought up his staff and drew upon its power. He felt it cracking and splintering in his grip, but he pulled on it, drawing out every drop of power he could. Finally, the energy pulsed through it. He aimed for the Wraithwalker's chest and released. The pulse exploded from the tip of his staff, which exploded in his hand, shattering into hundreds of splinters. Agorath's aim was true, and the magical bolt landed in per perfectly centers on the Wraithwalker's chest, the sheer power disintegrating the creature upon impact. Run! Agorath waved the villagers onward, and they poured through the exit of the village, to, to, through to the exit of the village. Women and children, and the few men remaining, ran for their lives with nothing but the others around them. A screech sounded around, then choked. A screech sounded, then choked, followed shortly by Morthil and Artemis running toward him. Gaian stood and came up as up to him as they passed. Agorath, your staff. There is no time. Agorath grabbed his brother's arm and pushed him to follow the villagers. Run! Gaian didn't question and ran. Agorath one, looked one last time at the village on fire. Another terrifying screech rent apart the momentary silence. Agorath tore his eyes from the torrent of fire and ran into the forest after Gaian and the rest into the wild. I have two things. <laughs> I have three things. Yes, three things. There's no more things, though. First thing, it's good. Pretty cool. Second thing, why did his staff shatter? Okay, so going back to our, our well, explanation. Wait, 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 wait. Before I, I guess that's going to launch a whole thing. That's going to launch a thing. Okay. What's the third thing? My third thing is, why is running into the wild any better? Aren't they just going to chase them? What's keeping well, the race yeah. walkers? Okay, let's, let's talk about the staff first. So the staff, so we discussed with Magic that the staff is from the previous Ever Tree. Indeed. And you, he burns it up as he uses it, correct? Yeah. 
So the idea is like if he has a long staff, eventually it'll be a short staff. Yeah. It burns so it you're using it up. So my thing is we need to sew this into the more we have already a little bit, but we need to sew it in earlier that his staff is withering. Like he's used it, he's used it. It's been years and years and years. Okay, okay. So his staff has just been slowly. So by this point, like he's kind of holding on to the last remnants of what he can. But then they just had one battle with the Wraith Walker. Now they're having more battles. So basically, this was like, I've got to get these people out of here. This is the last ditch effort, but that was like the last of the power. And But he didn't have time to like fight the beast. He just needs to get the beast out of the way. So he kind of just, you know. I like that. What if, since like... And I have a reason for why I did this, so... Oh, I, I, I kind of, I, I think I know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But what if also, since the mystery, not the mystery, this freaking Mistborn, um, <laughs> Wraith Walkers. Since the Wraith Walkers are um like the opposite of the Ever Tree, mm-hmm. or against it, whatever you know, yeah, uh, the antithesis of. Then what if when he touches his staff to one of them it shatters okay what if, what if that so like and maybe they don't know that maybe they do know that but like if he touches it or if it grabs it it shatters well but then what's the point of the magic thing like my thought was he's so, okay so this gets to my reason this okay, is why okay, okay so i think this kind of goes to we're, what we're trying to do with the gorath is like we're setting him up as the hero in the beginning mm-hmm. but he slowly becomes the bad guy right so for him his magic is very important to him mm-hmm. and his staff is very important. Yes. But this does two things. It shows he's willing to sacrifice it for his people. Okay. So he's like, it doesn't matter. I need to I need to clear the path for my people to be able to leave. Right. So he's sacrificing it. Which we can later mirror with him, like, sacrificing his people for the magics. Right. So then it sets him up, though, now for his descent. Because now you have mm-hmm. Artemis and Morthil still have magic. We start going down the path of there might be a possibility he could get his magic back. So now he starts making, he gets jealous, he starts making poor decisions based upon getting his power back. So we need to make him feel useless. Yeah, so like, so like this is a big moment for him where he sacrificed it because he cares. Mm-hmm. But now it's like that power starts slowly consuming him as he attempts to regain it. If we have him fail saving his people after this, uh, then, then he kind of gets the... He'll be like, mm-hmm. I need to make sure I save the magic to, so, to save the people. So if I have to sacrifice people to save the magic to save the people... Yeah, he starts like... It just starts all twisting his yeah. logic... Which is where then a Gaian and him are already kind of always at odds. And this is where that really starts to splinter. Because Gaian, to me, Gaian needs to be the one who doesn't actually have a lot of character change. Of all of them, he's the one that doesn't have it. He's like the righteous one. Right. Like, he's the, he's like the rock of, like, I will not change. He's like the Captain America, kind of. Right. In that, like, his change is him... Giving up on Agoreth. Yeah. That's his change. Yeah, but like his morals don't change. Right. His morals are like, we do the right thing and I'm an upstanding person. Maybe his morals also include like, you you don't betray family, family is thicker than whatever. Yeah. And basically Dom Toretto. Yeah. And then that changes. Yeah. So that was my motivation okay. Okay. for like this. So, so Ro now has her inciting incident and now they have their inciting incident. Gotcha. As far as being chased from the 
village. I understand your question. However, we have to give them a story. So in my head, the wild is less dangerous than staying where like they're continuing to get overrun. Like they can't right. fight them off forever. So right. So clearly they would run. My question isn't why would they go into the wild necessarily. Like I get that they would run, but how do we as authors plot armor them from just getting massacred? Because right. I'm assuming these wraith walkers can just slaughter endlessly, being undead through the night and be tireless and <laughs> right all that. So there needs to be some. So we got to figure out a limit for them. So like something that the the village can do that actually protects them. I got it. You ready? Wait. Yeah, I'm ready. An avalanche. Is that two uh, ring wraiths in the river thing? This is snow. <laughs> Still the same thing. Snow. I don't I know what you I, mean. It's I not water horses. I do a lot of this. I point a lot. Anyways, point. I have an idea. So Morthil and Artemis still have magic. Indeed. So they. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. This really. Oh, yeah. This Okay. So you're like in the zone. Whoa. And I'm like. Okay, no, for real. So Morth. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Okay. This is where this descent descent really starts. Okay. Morthil and Artemis start stepping up to protect the village because they are now the senior magic people. Why doesn't Agorath just request one of their stats? Doesn't work that way. Go on. It was gets gifted from the Evertree to the individual. I don't know. I don't know. That's stop putting a hole in it just for a second. I am their advocate, Brendan. The readers and the viewers need to know these things. We'll solve that in a moment. Okay. Okay, no. So they start stepping up so they find a solution magically to protect them for a while, which then that starts with more or uh, Agorath starts feeling useless then because now they're the ones that are able to protect and now he's like he has to lead they have to use the magic right because he can't be yeah using the magic to create the shield or whatever that right. they do or... which then helps us now set up Artemis and Morthil which will work for down the line indeed how are they immortal we haven't addressed that for those of you that don't know Evertree <laughs> For those of you that don't know, which nobody does because no one's heard it except for me and Aiden. We've mentioned it. My original book, Artemis, is the old wizard character. So in this, he's young. Except that the problem is, is that this prequel book and my original novel, they're like 2,000 years apart. I was thinking 20, but 20,000? Yeah. Holy crap. I know. Brendan, there's the... Literally, the magi have to evolve into the elves, humans, orcs, dwarves, all of the things. This doesn't happen no, 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 over no, no, time. No. Yes, I... Okay. Yep, 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 yep. We'll get there, I think. I don't know if it's 20,000. That's a lot. I don't know, man. That's a lot of story to do. I think you got this big... You got this big world for a short time, man. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll talk about the timeline. But essentially, so Artemis is a very important character, along with Morthil, because in the original story, Morthil's the bad guy, and Artemis is the Gandalf of the tribe, the Brahm, who likes guy. And... No, Artemis is bad, too. No, Artemis was bad, defects. I'm not sure about all that yet. But for now, Gaian like... becomes a Knights of Whiteforge. But for now, Morthil and Artemis essentially just follow yep. the descent well or maybe not who knows 
Because the magic could still end up being good at the end of this. True. I mean, Agorath doesn't have to, like, be evil at the end. Be evil at the end. We're, we have he a, just needs to be headed that direction. We have a lot we want to do. This, this is at least nine book series. This It just keeps growing. <laughs> like, we can't... Uh, um, we need to figure out... <laughs> okay. So, that's some great uh, motivations, I Throw think. Throw it all out! No, no, no. So, Start over! Let's talk. Aiden came up with a really good magic solution earlier, which leads off of this. I think you yes. should talk about that. And I also have another magic system I just came up with five minutes ago. Oh, that we were going to introduce, and it's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> you're you're going to love it. Uh, I need a shirt that just says, <laughs> magic systems. I hate them. I love it. <laughs> I love him. I hate him. All right, go. Uh, okay, so, and I think we've talked about this on an episode before. It's my thinking face. But I'm pulling it back and I'm being like, Brendan, this has to happen. Uh, which you've taken to, which I love it. So magic exists in fabric of the world reality. Mm-hmm. Right, whatever. Which used to be, I kind of had like, it. it's in the ground. It's like in the roots of the tree. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, it magic is so important to the plot that it can't not have rules. It can't just mm-hmm. be this wishy-washy thing. Um, so what I think is that in order to do magic, you have to have the ever tree. The ever tree is like the connection between magic and sentient, sapient beings, yeah. right? <laughs> edit that out please and thank you um so you need the ever tree and in order for people to use magic you need a piece of a ever. piece of the ever tree something so, that the ever tree gives to you or you get from or however it works i'm thinking you get from like if you're just around it and you pick up a stick you could technically use that for magic you're you think it's very sentient i think it more or less doesn't care up to the point where it actually matters i see it as like a benevolent god creating everything i see it as a big ass mother bleeping tree <laughs> okay and you know what trees do grow. they don't care or die that's true um we'll get there yeah we'll get there we'll get there. honestly i'm we'll not probably, saying it doesn't we'll probably decide that as we're writing it yeah i'm not saying it doesn't have a will that it and because right. it's like the source of magic and stuff but like you have deku tree vibes you know from <laughs> zelda okay. i have like swamp tree vibes from avatar the last Airbender. <laughs> okay so the magic then so what you were saying before, the ever tree is what keeps away the wraith walkers, what traps yes. them. Or but because there isn't an ever tree anymore. Or when the when the ever tree rots, it brings the it creates them. It creates them. Like they are a byproduct of. So maybe they are just dead things that were around a rotting piece of the ever. So they're tree. literally like a yin and yang. Like they are like well as the ever tree dies, the wraith walkers come until the ever tree is planted again. But you don't have the wraith walkers without the ever tree. So if you don't have an ever tree, then you don't have wraith walkers. And so another idea that I had was at some point someone just turns it to ash. At all the roots, everything, everywhere. Yeah. Because like we talk about how they spring up from the ground right mm, the awakening oh 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 so okay back up so when they when a when Gaian and agorath's parents were running things things back at the awakening they killed their ever tree but the ever tree is still there it's the root 
Yeah. So the, the the dead ever tree, it's become like tainted magic that is spawning. So they so they abuse their power. They accidentally kill their ever tree because they were just harvesting too much from it. Mm-hmm. It dies, and the wraith walkers awaken. The awakening, and they just like popped out of the ground everywhere and destroyed, just laid waste and just like this many people got away. Boom. Okay. So then, yeah. And that, so you know what I mean? When so, we're it talking is, about- so it is a circle and then eventually we could do something, whether it's in this story or later, mm-hmm. where someone figures out that they are one and the same. You have, you if you get rid of the right. ever tree and everything about it. Right. So you know what I was talking about in chapter three when uh, you just kind of wrote that Gaian just killed the raced walker beast, dark Wraith, beast. Raced walker? Raced walker, wraith walker, <laughs> whatever thing. Thanks for making a really hard word to say that we're going to say a billion times per episode now and forever. Uh, <laughs> so you know when I was talking about that and how you just had a guy and just push it over dead like it was nothing. And it was like, if these are actually the formidable things that they're all afraid of, well, shouldn't he be like actually afraid of it? And I, it should be I, hard just, to be- I just meant for the fight scene to be off camera. That's all. Still an epic fight scene. I just meant for it to be off camera. So, and then here is my next idea, which is going to change the entire story that we've written so far. <laughs> for like, like the 20th time. Like that always happens. What if there is no ever tree? In this world. Yes. And what if Agoreth has the seed? Bring it. Has the seed of the Evertree. There it is. And then he has to plant it to get his magic back. But if he does, effectively, someday, inevitably, that Evertree will die. Whether it's like 40,000 years in the future or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it's going to die and the world will end. So that is the quest that his parents gave him. As his dad is dying, he reaches into his pouch and he gives him the seed and says, They will never stop chasing you until you plant the tree of life. Boom. And then bang. At least they hope. Because maybe they plant it in Wraith Walker. Wraith, the, 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 Could be really Wraith good. Walkers are still there. But what this does, though, is it gives a common thread for the rest of all of the other stories we may tell. All Everything could revolve Ever around the Evertree Wraith Walker thing. Cycle could really be crazy. So, anyways. So, wait, okay, sorry, no. So, in order, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> So here's my thoughts. So if you have a stick, well, like a staff, got it from like a Goreth, that like that can be like the magic wand or whatever. And if you have like a leaf, it can have different properties. Like what does a leaf do? It breathes, it cools, it heals, it, uh, it has medicinal properties. It can be like oh. Lost Lorien and have like invisibility so stuff. So then what you could do is like so like Morthil Artemis and Agorath are all incredibly powerful. Yeah. I I did fix magic, by the way. I didn't we had a whole other thing to talk about. We'll get there. Oh yes, yeah. you did it. In, in, no, no, no. You did. You it's did fine. It. I'll you be did over it. here. I have I have a scientific explanation. Okay. 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 But so they have like stabs. Yeah. A big piece. So that's why they're so powerful. Right. But then there could be like healers that just use the leaves to or the bark. Yeah. The bark could be on. No, that's too far. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what about moss that grows on the tree? It's not oh the tree, gosh. but like it would have properties. Okay. Again, there's a world of opportunities. Let's wrap this up with the scientific thing. All I was So I'm in the zone. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> This is devolving really quickly. Okay, so the the magic. So there's the hunters and there's the 
magi. Yes. The hunters are weaker, but have unlimited elemental magic. Yes. So, like, if you can bend fire, you're weaker than a magi, but you can use it indefinitely. Right. But without, you'll be, like, exhausted from well, like, I mean, physical Well, I mean, you physically just be tired because you're fighting, but, like, it's not drawing on you. You can right. just bend it and use it. The magi, it's matter manipulation. So they can do anything. Like, they can make a shield, or they can, you know... Make a vacuum. Yeah, no, well, no, not like... Um, they'll suck it, the air out of They the can, space. like, use energy. They can create energy bolts. They can create a shield out of nothing. Like they, Pause time, change your face. Yeah, like, they can do anything, because it's all it is is just matter manipulation. Right. That's their magic. But theirs is tied to the... So, like, you can use and do anything crazy you want, but you are you only have this staff. So, when it's what gone... If you, if you had a branch. What if they have cannons? What if they could figure out a way to compress a whole branch into a, like, pike? So what if, it's a whole branch, but it's still, like, a normal-sized staff. What if, like, a bunch of them, like, grabbed onto a tree branch and, like, were shooting bolts out of the Evertree? <laughs> Because there's a big war. It has to be detached from the Evertree. Has to be detached. I think so. Rules? Okay. Yeah. Because he couldn't, like, I'm just going to touch the Evertree. And use the entire Evertree. The entire tree to... Like, that's ridiculous. Unless someone can. But not use up the tree. But, like, tap into the tree. What's your two other ideas? Then we got to wrap up. So my two other ideas. The people are getting none of us. I don't think so. Are, are you done of us? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, they are not done of us, Brendan. All right. All right. Probably. Let's I go. hope so. Okay. okay. So, um, uh, I forgot one of them. The other one. <laughs> one idea. One idea. Okay. So, I just had it. So we're talking about being in the zone. Some people have the zone. Some people don't have the zone. And some people have a little bit of zone. Some people have a lot of zone. But when they use it, it's like everything is just slightly heightened. I'm going to shut off the zone. It's like a knack. It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a little, little trick. Like a, like a lesser magic. This has been Writing Quest. Thank you so much for sticking with us through that whole mess of things. And uh, we hope you enjoy the story. I certainly think it's going in a fun direction. I need to get writing. You need to get writing because I do feel though like the, the the it's really coming together. So I know like when I'm writing, I know where to take it. I know yeah. where I'm going. I do feel like we're gonna hit a point though. So like we're launching them into their journey. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hit a point somewhere in the middle. Of, like okay, what are we doing? We're in the middle of the forest. Everyone's running around. We're all trying to survive. Like, we can't just have camp again, you know, so we're going to have that. Well, anyways, Probably. thank you for joining us. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, check it out on Wattpad, and uh, keep questing. Is that our line? Can we say that? You can say that, Brenda. Keep questing! Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah!